I'm just a dude who wanted to get somewhere and realize that it wasn't magic and that other people have the same ability to get there too. They just weren't fortunate enough to have a person in their life like I had my dad and you had your mom to, to inspire and teach and show me how to do shit. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. Now, you all know I get fired up for episodes every single week, but man, this one is very, very special because I'm getting this guy, who I've known for almost five years, to go a little bit deeper than he ever has. That's my goal. Yeah, all right. Because Andy Frisella and I have shared some pretty cool experiences, some pretty cool memories, and he doesn't know this, and he's probably going to tell me to shut up and, and stop and start the interview, <laughs> so he's got to let me roll for a minute. He is one of the individuals that inspires me to think differently, to think bigger, and to show up differently in my life. And I pay attention in relationships to the details of what makes a human being a human being. Mm -hmm. And I think back five years, right? So I'm, I'm going back, and it was about 8.30 or 9 o'clock at night, and you and I are talking on the phone, and I remember saying something to you. I said, man, I said, you have this natural gift to speak. You have this natural gift to just like be on stage to inspire people. I'm like, dude, you are going to fill stadiums. And I remember I, that. And I, but your answer wasn't about like, dude, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to yeah. give, I'm going to have standing ovations in front of tens. Of, it was more of but I feel like I can really make a difference with my message. And yeah. here I was saying to you, bro, you're gonna fill stadiums. And it was about the message. And here's one thing, and, and, and I know I don't need to do this for you, but I wanna do this for you. I think the world that we live in today, it is freaking unfortunate. It is unfortunate that people look and go, look at this guy's house, look at all these cars, man. All this guy cares about is money. Mm -hmm. And what I wanna help people understand on this episode is when you talk about the highest performers and this burn that lies within, don't just throw stones at somebody because you think you know the way that they are. I think about you sleeping in the back of a store where people told you you had no business running the store where you made $7 your first day. I think of the pain that you went through in business. I think of you fighting for other individuals that put scars on your face. I think of you going back to your high school, Viani High School. This is stuff people don't know. They'd rather just be like, oh, the dude with all the cars and mm -hmm. everything. You go back to your high school. You and your partners give money back to the high school where you played. You could say, man, like, look at me, I'm doing this stuff. I'm gonna have a billion dollar company. Forget about my high school. Mm -hmm. I think of those answers to your questions where you say, no, man, it's not about filling stadiums, which you now have done. So yeah. in other words, I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> But I think about the fact that it was more about the purpose behind it. And now I see what you're doing with Ed Milet. I see what you're doing with Arate. I see you wanting to change people's lives. I see you've gone through a transformation yourself, which has inspired me, because you told me you would do that. And I remember we had lunch and you looked at me and you said, you watch, you watch what I'm gonna do. And I just think about this confidence, this fire, this passion, that now it's just out. And I feel like for me, over the last five years, even though we don't connect as much as I'd like to because we're both running crazy, dude, I feel like you are taking on the world where there, you talk about the burn, like I feel like this burn is so hot inside of you, 
Anybody could try to put it out, and it's not possible, and I think you're only scratching the surface of the impact you'll have. Well, dude, I appreciate that. A lot of people don't realize, uh, you know, you were the guy that taught me how to frame a talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even know how to do public speaking when you and I were, I can remember us drawing. My, fir <laughs> my first talk we ever did, that I ever gave ever, we drew out on this board about 10 yards away from us right now. Um, so, dude, you know, we both come a long way in that five years. It seems like it was like 100 Tombstone years days. ago. Yeah, tombstone <laughs> days. That's right, man. That was a good talk, too. But, uh, you know, the truth of it is, is that I learned a long time ago that if you want to make money, it's got to be about the message. You know what I mean? So I don't want to sit here and pretend like it's this only this thing where it's like, oh, dude, I'm just doing this. Because we just talked about this off the camera. You know, a lot of people like to pretend like they're Jesus. Yep. I'm not Jesus, man. I'm just a dude who wanted to get somewhere and realize that it wasn't magic and that other people have the same ability to get there too. They just weren't fortunate enough to have a person in their life like I had my dad and you had your mom to, to inspire and teach and show me how to do shit, right? So uh, the purpose... For all of this, everything that we do is to improve other people's lives. But I do that knowing full well that it'll create a paycheck too. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't. And I don't think there's anything wrong there's with not. that. I think it's the way, and that's what people don't understand. They look at it as it's impact or financial success. When in reality, if you want massive financial success, those things are perfectly aligned. You see and, what I mean? Without question. Yeah. And, and that's where I look at some of the things that First Form has done. Mm -hmm. I remember going in, and I, as I told Sal, and we talked about it in our interview on The Burn, your brother, that you know the first time I walked into Supplement Superstores, I mean, he owned the place, yeah. and he was treating me like, yeah. I, I mean, it was yeah. amazing. I didn't yeah. know, that was the first time we met. Right. And it's the experience, it's the relationship, and it bleeds through. Right. And you've changed lives of your employees. You've changed lives of people who were at one point a fan of First Form, who are now part of the First Form family. Yeah. And so I think it's an interesting point that you know some people just they look for certain things or they see it a certain way, but you guys live a certain way. So share with me. You say your dad, which I know, and I met Big Jim, right? Yeah. We were on even yeah. the MFCEO episodes we did with Big yeah. Jim. I mean, you can tell like your fire. I mean, it was lit by a yeah. father who believed in you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's that in itself is something that took me a long time to realize. Because when you're young, you don't realize what you have. And I didn't realize that I had a situation growing up where I had literally one of the smartest business people that still to this day, I told Ed Milet on the phone today, I said out of all the people I've met in, my, in this personal development space, still to this day, the smartest guy I've met is my dad to this day, and I lived in the same house with him. So I had a tremendous advantage. Now he didn't give me money, he didn't invest in our company, he didn't do all these things that, that you know people probably think, but what he did do is provide me with this knowledge that you really just can't, not everybody gets. So I grew up at first thinking like, dude, everybody knows this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like when we started doing the MFCEO project, I'm like, yeah, everybody knows this. this and then I started realizing, Nobody knew it, yep. you know what I mean? And so that's where the purpose comes from. The purpose for me personally, and my personal brand with the personal development space comes from the understanding that most people just weren't that fortunate to be taught to live in the same house as somebody who's a brilliant business person. 
So I just take the information, I share it because I feel like it's the obligation. I feel like, like that's what God gave me. So I'm, it's my duty to give it out, you know, and that's, that's where that, that part of it comes from. Now on the business side of things with first form, you know, for the first 10 years in my, my business career, and I say personal development is my business as well now, but uh, when I say my main business, you know, we're talking about sports supplements and nutrition and health space. Um, the first 10 years in business, I spent trying to sell shit. Like, you know, I can remember playing games in our retail store with my business partner, being see somebody walking in and us be like, all right, what are you going to sell them? You know, mm. and, and that's, which is the complete opposite of how business should be done. And whenever the switch, the way it flipped for me was, I had a situation where we weren't making any money. We were 10 years in this business. We weren't making any money. So I had to look at myself and say, okay, well, um, you always wanted to be successful and wealthy and you wanted to have that, but you're not going to have that doing this. So I started looking at other options. I went out and I didn't have an education. So I looked at all the things I could do. None of them appealed to me because basically they all went back to me trading my time for money. And um, I remember having a conversation with Chris and saying, dude, you know, we might not ever be rich doing this, but it's pretty cool when people like walk out of your retail store and then come back in six months and they've lost a hundred pounds or they've lost 50 pounds and they're crying and they're so fucking uh, grateful for what you taught them and how you helped them through that process. That's cool. And, and I, and I, we kind of came to a conscious decision where we're like, well, that is cool. And instead, instead of us going out and trying to make money, we'll just stay here doing this because that's a fulfilling career. And so we kind of like gave up on our dreams of becoming successful business guys. But a funny thing happened when we quit focusing on the sales and we started saying, okay, now let's just replicate this, that what we liked, right? The person who came in and actually changed their life. When we replic we had a conversation, we said, okay, well, let's just try to replicate this as much as possible. Well, now all of a sudden <clears throat> we're servicing the customer the way that they wanted to be serviced because we just flipped a little perspective in our brain and we grew a hundred percent in sales five years in a row. Then we started first form. First form started growing, you know, and all these things snowballed off of just a, a per perspective, a switch of perspective of our actual intent about the process of selling, right? So no longer was selling, now it's helping. <clears throat> so here, here this, this is pretty fascinating for me in, in hearing this. So you talk about when that, that moment switched where mm -hmm. it turned to all relationships. Mm -hmm. That's on the business side. Mm -hmm. I, I want everybody just think of where you are right now, whatever excuses, doubts, uncertainties, fears are holding you back from maybe recognizing that opportunity is right in front of you. And it's so powerful to hear that because we all have that moment where you guys made a choice to switch it. You could have been like, yeah, relationships matter, but man, we gotta move product. Right. But you didn't do that. Right. Now here's the other switch I wanna take people to, okay? You looked in the mirror, and you looked in the mirror, and you said, I gotta change. Yeah. And I remember the video that you guys produced. You're sitting on the edge of your bed. So many of you watching, you know the video that I'm talking about. And it was the moment where you said, I'm looking in the mirror. Yeah. And this is one of the things, when I say you inspire me, it's not the money, it's not, it's the fact that you and I had conversations where you said, man, I'm changing this. Yeah. And most people faced with 100 pounds of change, they do not change. Right. And you didn't do any, 
surgeries, you didn't do the fast fix, you literally identified a way where you said, I'm gonna lock in on a daily business, a daily basis, no different than what you've done with first form. Mm -hmm. And you attacked it and you crushed it and you continue to crush it. You did tell me, you said, I'm gonna look like The Rock one day. Yeah. So we gotta yeah. get an interview of yeah, you yeah, and The yeah. Rock and get you, that's gotta yeah. happen at some point yeah. in time. I mean, uh, he's gotta come to yeah. a Arte or something. I mean, come on now, we'll the Rock, figure it out. you and The Rock need to get in the same yeah. room. But I think about you, you flipped the switch and there was something, and, and the way I look at it, to me, that was the, opportunity where people, because nobody would have ever called you out. Let me start there. No, you could have stayed 100 pounds overweight and people would have been like, this is the dude, this is my guy, he inspires me. But you made a choice that most people wouldn't have had the courage to make. And what I want to know is the culmination of your life. I want to know, when I talk about the burn, I want you to take us into your mindset, into your gut, into your heart, when you're looking into that mirror and you're saying, do I do this or do I not do it? Because I think if we're totally being open here, you're looking in the mirror going, I don't have to, right? but maybe I will. Yeah. So take us to that moment when it flipped, because I think that's the culmination of your service, making a difference in others' lives, giving everything I mentioned earlier. Take me to that moment. Well, I was 350 pounds, man. I mean, I'm running a vitamins company that, that is designed around health and I wasn't healthy. Um, I'm public speaking. I'm starting to get, uh, you know, asked to speak publicly and about discipline and about getting shit done. And I'm a hundred pounds overweight. And I saw a video of when you and I did that event here in St. Louis um, with Aeneas Williams. Yeah. Right. And I saw myself on video and I was like, holy shit, bro. Like you're an embarrassment to, to what you talk about. And um, it didn't come down to, you know, I was, I was already wealthy at that time. You know, people don't realize that. Like this isn't a new thing for me. I've been making a lot of money for a long time, you know? So it wasn't about making more money. Um, it was about being true to what I said I was and what I thought I was. And, you know, when you, when you start to win other people's games and you're winning the games of life, right? Like you're doing good in your marriage, you're created a successful business, you've got a nice house. I had all that shit, you know? Um, but the truth is, is I was winning other people's games on 30% of what I was capable of. And I knew that. So I started to think, well, fuck dude, if I'm winning this game at 30%, what am I really capable of? And that's how I started to think about it. And I realized that no matter how much money I was making, I still wasn't happy because I wasn't living authentically with who I thought mm. I was, okay? Because in my mind, and people maybe watching your show, I don't know how much, in my mind, I thought I was the baddest motherfucker on the face <clears> of the <throat> earth. That's the truth. When I look in the mirror, that's what I see. When I look in the, myself in the eye, that's what I see. Even when I was fat, that's what I thought. But there was a, there was a, there was a time where I had to look at myself and say, dude, you're full of shit. You're not, you're a hundred pounds overweight. You're standing on stage telling people to get their shit together. You can't get your own shit together. You're running this, this, you're doing all these things and you're a fucking hypocrite. And that's where it came from, dude. And so it was part like, I, I'm not okay with being a hypocrite. And it was part, um, I, wanted to prove to myself that I was who the fuck I said I was and thought I was, you know what I mean? And then it was also part that if you're winning everybody else's game at 30% of what you're capable of, what can you really do? You know? So all those things kind of came 
together for me and created the, 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 the unrelenting desire to make that change, you know? And uh, I wanted to show people like, it doesn't matter how much you have to go. It doesn't matter if you've got 400, 500 pounds to lose. It doesn't matter if you've got 20 pounds to lose. It doesn't matter if you've got 30 pounds to gain. It can be done if you dedicate yourself to winning every single day. And that's something that I think people need more of, you know? And, and I knew that if we were gonna send that message long-term um, and we really believed in the message that we sent, I was gonna have to lead that movement. And so that's, that's where that started. And now, you know, people are like, well, how come you don't talk about first form? Because it's not, it's not about me anymore. It's about them. You know, how come I don't do the videos and how come it's, it's because I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about real people doing real shit, making real impact, real change so that other real people can be inspired by that. You know, because the truth is, is people look at my life and they don't think it's real. They think it's, it's, it's not conceivable how I live compared to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Right. So I would rather them see other real people change so that they believe that they can do it too, because people will have a number of excuses in their brain and I want to eliminate the most of them I can. One of the excuses I want to eliminate is, oh, but he's different. He's special. Cause like people coming in now to our ecosystem, right? They come in and they say, oh, well, dude, they weren't there in 2015 when I did this in 16. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're like, oh, this dude's in pretty good shape. He's, you know, he's brash. He's got this, this. They don't, they weren't there for the 21 years that we've been doing this. They weren't there for the, for the struggle or the pain or, or all this shit. And so um, it's just a much more effective strategy to, for me to step out and let other people do the leading. You know what I mean? So I hope people are picking up on something here. Authentic, vulnerable, uh, serving others, yeah. putting others before yourself. Yeah. Last time I checked, for those of you that were the doubters who were focusing on cars and big houses and money, I think you had it twisted. And here's the exciting part for, for me, for you. Ultimate overachievers, right? Yeah. And I've been waiting for you to do yeah. this for a long time. Yeah. But another thing I admire about you, I have a tendency in my life, I wanna go so fast sometimes yeah. to get out the next thing. and. I, I thought you could have written a book five years ago. Yeah. But you, you, you always seem to wait for the right time. And let me tie one more thing, and I'm gonna turn it right back to you. Yesterday I walked into a car dealership with my wife. She wants to get a new car. Mm -hmm. And we walk into the dealership. The guy, Chris, comes up, introduces himself. You were on MFCEO, I, you were <laughs> on MFCEO. Awesome. And it happened, I mean, it, it, yeah. it's such a great feeling. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate you and Vaughn welcoming me, welcoming me in yeah. to have the opportunity to do that with you guys for so many episodes. And he comes up, this dude used to weigh 400 pounds. I know exactly who you're talking about. This you're guy, talking about, Chris. Uh, um, Chris Brown. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking Chris, about. Chris, literally, the dude weighed four, see, yeah. you knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. That, that's that's not money in cars. That's because you care about people. Yeah. This guy weighs four hundred pounds. His his energy, his passion, his enthusiasm. He's an amazing dude. Yes, around yeah. the choice that you made. I, I, like he's selling great cars. Yeah, My wife yeah. is going to buy a car from him. Yeah. But like if the guy was selling trash, I probably would have been like, I just want to yeah. buy a car from yeah, the yeah. guy to yeah. support the guy. But his story, that inspiration, you are only scratching the surface. Because one of my mentors, John Gordon, who's one of the biggest and best-selling authors in the world, he sold millions of books. 
the impact he has has been so incredible. I mean, the book's written in all these different languages. I cannot wait for that to happen with you. Because to me, I think about that burn, I think about the 20 plus years of you fighting this fight, and there's something about a book that comes out in the right timing, so yeah. the patience thing is huge. But that book is what's gonna touch so many people because people have been waiting for it. You mark my words, New York Times bestseller, I guarantee you the first week, and it's literally, you talk about the burn, it is gonna set fire, and you're gonna have to figure out how you wanna spend your time because <laughs> You're you know, going to have some choices to make. Yeah, bro. It's, it, it, that, believe it or not, um, it's not, that's not, I am very strategic in everything I do, but that's actually not one of them. Uh, I think one of the things, the reason that we haven't done more books is because I just don't want to do another book. Like, I don't want to do a book just to do a book. Like, I feel like there's so many guys out there right now, and girls too, that they do a book that is really just a rehash of some other shit that someone else said, quite honestly, better than you anyway. So I never wanted to be that guy, you know what I mean? And just do something because I could do it. Um, so I've been, you know, waiting to put out things that are maybe new ways of thinking. You know, as I get more into business and just for, just more into life, dude, and like more mature, and I'm very immature. Let's, let's <laughs> set one thing straight. I'm extremely immature. That's the truth. I'm probably 10 years mentally behind people that are my age in like social maturity, okay? But I'm also 10 years ahead of all of them because my maturity doesn't limit my thinking, right? I'm still able to think like a kid and I'm able to think big picture and I'm able to think big concepts. And those are the things I wanna do books about. I don't wanna just do books like that are rehashes of like, let's say for example, Tony Robbins stuff, right? Which is my tone, cause that's, everybody's doing that, you know? So I wanted to do some things that were paradigm shifting and mentality shifting for real, you know what I mean? And uh, and that's, I am excited about that because let's face it, when you get a book out, people look at you a little different, you know what I mean? If you get a good book out, they look at you a lot different. Yeah. So, um, you know, the stuff that we're putting out and that, we're, that my team and I are working on is is paradigm shifting stuff. and and. Uh, I'll tell you all about it. You're gonna, you're gonna really like it, but I'm not gonna tell you about it. <laughs> so last question. You and I up on that board, yeah. and you came up with tombstone days. Mm -hmm. One day, your tombstone's gonna sit in that ground. What are people gonna say? Man, I hope they say, I hope they say that, that, uh, that I made the world a better place by being here, you know what I'm saying? Um, the money, the cars, the fucking success and business and all that shit, and, you know, being recognized and all that, it's cool. It's all cool stuff, it's, but it's just entertainment for while you're here, you know? I think the main thing that, um, that I would want people to say is that, that they were better off for knowing of, either knowing me or knowing of me, you know? And that's, that's what I try to do. And um, the, the lesson here for those of you guys who are watching this and you wanna be successful is to understand right away that that mentality and financial success are completely parallel. You know, so many people, because they don't understand finances, they think that you have to pick between doing the right thing and being a good person and being somebody who cares about other people or being rich. When in reality, we live in a world where those two things actually are aligned perfectly 
It's just that people don't give it the time of day to really think it through. Well, I appreciate Big Jim lighting that spark inside of you yeah. that's turned into one too, hell of a bro. fire. Thank you. It won't go out. And uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you continuing yeah, to man. inspire me. So, yeah. Thank well, you, dude, thanks. Thank you. To, I wouldn't be here without you, man. That's the truth. So uh, it goes both ways. You know, a lot of people don't realize that. But if you go back and listen to the first 100 and something episodes of our podcast, this dude was a big key player in that. And that's what got this thing rolling. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be doing all these crazy personal development things if we hadn't a cross paths. So I owe a lot to you as well. I appreciate you, yeah. brother. Likewise.